This episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast is sponsored by Mr. B, the only potato chip made in the great state of West Virginia. Check out their products in your local grocery store or online at mrb.com. Street Brewing in downtown Charleston. If you guys have been uh, following on social media, you guys have uh, seen us talk about this. We're actually downstairs in Fife Street, and in about an hour, we have like 75 people descending upon this awesome new brewery. Uh, what's up, guys? Sujay, what's going on? How are you, man? Well, you called this the party episode, so it is. I think that's fitting Ooh. for this. But uh, actually, it would. Do you guys have like a, a name for the basement? Is it the dungeon? Is it the lair? <laughs> the cave? We can call it the lair now. I like that. Yeah. We don't, yeah. Do we have one? We don't have a name. No. By the end of this podcast, let's make one up. The keg room. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I think I think it would be good for just everybody because we have so many people here. Everybody kind of introduce themselves and just say, you know, what your role is, what you do here um, at Fife Street, and then. Uh, we'll, we can kind of go from there, if that makes sense. Gil, do you want to kind of yeah. kick this off? Yeah, my name is Gil Peterson. I'm the head brewer here at Fife Street. Uh, my name is Josh Dodd. I'm one of the co-owners here at Fife Street Brewing, and I head up a lot of the uh, design, social media, um, and make sure Gil makes good beer. Yeah. That's a tough job, right? That, that's <laughs> pretty easy. That's a super easy job. I'm Jody Driggs. I'm also one of the um, the partners and owners here, um, and my wife helps out a lot here. She's kind of in charge of... Uh, merchandise organization and kind of keeping everything stocked so when you need a hat or a sweatshirt um, I'm an architect by training that's my day job so I was lucky enough to get a chance to um, to design the space so right. excited about that good stuff Derek or anybody, anybody wants to be bigger go ahead yeah I'm Lisa Godwin I'm married to Derek Godwin who said go first Lisa and so <laughs> ladies first that's, that's that right sense. A gentleman. what a gentleman my, my day job is a state farm agent and my my afternoon and evening job is uh with the co-owners, one of the partners here at Five Street Brewing. We're having a great time. I help Rachel with the merchandise. I um, help John with uh, our general manager with the human resources and kind of everything. She's <laughs> no. the mama bear. I'm the mama bear. Okay. Exactly. So, so this, this is, is your lair, then, right? This, this is, is the my lair. You're the mama bear of the lair down here. So. Lisa's lair. Yeah, Lisa's <laughs> lair. That might be the name, and we found it at the beginning of the podcast. So, oh, we got one more, Derek. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm fine. How about you all? Sorry, we're just getting here. Uh, no, introduce yourself and, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm uh, Derek Godwin. I'm obviously Lisa's worst half. Um, <laughs> so I have several jobs other than this. I'm, I have my own CPA firm here in Charleston, uh, Herman and Cormany. Uh, also the head basketball, boys basketball coach at Sissonville High School. And, uh, and so I'm one of the co-owners here with these other folks. I do a lot of the day-to-day accounting and just general operational stuff whatever they need and i'm happy to taste gills beer whenever it's ready as well in a former life i was a sports reporter we We never never quite came into contact with each other uh it was more just at a distance but uh yeah nice to meet you and everybody thanks for uh housing us for the evening um actually now that we're sitting here uh, we're looking at several flights of beers four flights of beers with four each and part of this podcast we're going to be going through some of the finest beers that fife produces and you guys can tell us a little bit about them and kind of the the backstory with all of them 
Um, would that be a place to start? I, well, I think, well, first, I, I think, think, yeah, let's, 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 let's all get a beer in our hand. Before, so we'll stop looking at this beer and let's like, drink it. But so, Gil, we'll, we'll let you decide. What should we start with? We're looking at 12 or 16 beers here. What should we start with? Uh, sure, we'll start with our uh, flagship Charleston beer. This is our Golden Ale. All right. Uh, it's, it's the lightest of the ones on the, the table. table. <laughs> right. For yeah, a reason, right? Yeah. Everyday drinking beer, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Please, Please, thank you, guys. Yeah. We'll have a couple of them, yeah. Here. Mason got Yep. There you go, Mason. As always, behind the behind the microphone. Well, behind the computer, not the microphone, but yeah. So, so light beer. Gil, talk to us about this. What's the process? I mean, the name. Just walk us through the, the naming, the process. Like, what, like, what do you first think when you look at this beer? I'm sure a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. What do you see when you look at this beer? Give me the analysis of why you chose Charleston <laughs> beer as the name. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. So this was actually one of the first recipes that I developed here uh, as one of our mainline beers. Um, we wanted to get something that was you know really easy drinking. Uh, it's going to attract that light light beer drinking crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had really originally designed a Kolsch, um, but I noticed that this beer was just a little little sweeter, uh, had a little more color than a traditional Kolsch, but uh, turned out really well. So we just kind of decided to roll with it. We just changed it to a, a golden ale, um, threw a little bit more hop character into it, and uh, ended up with a pretty good combo. Um, the the Drink Charleston beer tag was just one of our first marketing sort of gimmicks. You know, just wanted to focus Perfect. on local. Yep, yeah. and uh, so. We just decided to call one Charleston beer just to make a little um, pun on the name. Yeah, uh, it works sure. both ways. I got, I got a weird question, question for you, and maybe you haven't. But how old is like well, I'm drinking now? Is, is this one week old? Is this three days old? It's like about two weeks ago. Right? So two weeks. And what on average like between when it's ready to when most people drink it? Like, is there a certain like people have to drink it before 30 days, or is it kind of like how fresh is it? Uh, fresher is always better, definitely. Um, so this one, it takes about uh, 15 days from brew day to package when it's ready to drink. Okay. Um, we don't have a problem <laughs> selling through it pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Well, that yeah. was like one of the problems early on with Fife, right? You just didn't have enough supply for the demand. Right. That's a, a good problem to have. But to like some of those early days when people were like, can I get this? And you're like, sorry, <laughs> can't, no. Yeah, we were just absolutely slammed the first couple weeks That's and i a great feeling kind of had a feeling like we're gonna run out of beer pretty soon <laughs> and i came in the next monday looked at the numbers on the beer and i was like oh like yeah. come friday we're gonna be out yeah, so yeah, yeah. we called a bunch of our friends um in the brewing industry and got a few uh other local breweries that actually helped us out along the way um weather ground short story high ground uh peddler peddler absolutely sorry if i'm forgetting anybody but mm-hmm. they were all like sure man let us help they yeah. brought some cakes down so we had guest taps on for about about a month or so, mm-hmm. and we're finally getting off of them, and only five street beer here now. Yeah, well, that's cool. The, the, the idea, idea of the guest tap is still pretty, yeah, uh, pretty cool. I mean, you're you're just saying, hey, maybe we can't quite fit the the supply for the demand, but we're going to welcome others to come in and kind of help yeah, fill and that too. And we it's a win-win. Extremely good beers on tap. Yeah, um, and, and I, I think one of the uh, short stories, we're the only people in town that had that specific keg, so we were able to showcase some great beers from around the state. So yeah. it's a win-win. Yeah. Stories or 
comments or anything as we go through the beers or just this like feel free just to jump in okay, so sure. everybody just jump in as we go so well Lisa well, you and I were talking before we started recording about, about I asked you like what made you do this and I think Derek she said that you had always wanted to own a sports bar so maybe the maybe take us back to before you opened what how many conversations late night conversations do you guys have about we could do it I don't know if we can do it uh, let's try it you know, screw it let's do it it's his miniature sports bar that basement a, has a name too it it's, does. Is it Lisa's lair? No, <laughs> no. That's only here. Uh, well, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, so Boo. it's... Uh, I'm sorry. I know. It's long suffering. I'm supposed to say long suffering. Yeah. Uh, so we named my man cave at home the Dog Pound. Gotcha. So, I, I like yeah. that. D-A-W-G. Uh, yes. Sure, uh, drink at home and then he's like... You know what? Let's, let's do a real one. Let's do our own bars. I kind of just... Other Cleveland Browns losers. No, <laughs> no we were actually. Well, it was October two thousand nineteen. We were in, in uh, St. Petersburg. We got back up first. Oh, uh, for a number of years, I had said I want to open a sports bar, okay. and she shot me down thousands of times. Rightfully so. Uh, we just felt like we could find a cool place for everybody to hang out, and but there were obviously pitfalls with a sports bar and. And so we were in uh, Florida in October of 2019 at a brewery. Green Bench Brewing. <clears throat> and she uttered the magic words, I'll let you open a brewery. And <laughs> here we are. So. Yeah. Interesting. That's uh, interesting. How, and then I'm sure the conversation that we've had, a lot of folks, COVID's impacted it. You guys, and then 2020, here comes COVID, global pandemic. Were you guys freaking out? Was that like, a, you know, factor into the plans at all? Or like, how did that did it shake it up any bit? Or did you just kind of just charge right through and keep steadfast on we charged right through and we're steadfast on it made it a little more interesting sure. because we had to zoom like we zoomed with Gil when we first met him we put an ad on brewer.com yeah probrewer.com pro there's and a website like, for everything now. yeah <laughs> yes, exactly. There is. exactly and we probably Christian got Mingle, what 50 <laughs> farmers only farmers yeah. only yeah for everything <laughs> now yeah. yeah but we probably got 50 Responses from all, all right. over the world: okay. Austin, wow. Texas, wow. India, cool. all to be over your the world. Brewer, to be, to be your brewer. brewer, yeah. Well, well congratulations yeah. to you, Gil. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. Yeah. Settled yeah. on a good old Michigan boy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, you, have you been to West Virginia before this? Is, or is West Virginia a new experience, or have you been here before? Uh, I passed through. I've never really spent a whole lot of time here. Um, okay. I've got a, a couple friends that live in the Eastern Panhandle. Okay. Uh, so, I was here for some weddings and parties, but that was about it. Yeah, good deal. So, All that I've learned from that is that Fife Street was almost named Dog Pound yeah. 2.0. <laughs> the Steelers fans here wouldn't let me They wouldn't let you do it. All right. Well, that's good. Good balance here. I'm a Steelers yeah. fan, too. So, uh, anyway. Um, interesting. We ran the, the ad, ad and kept it on there for two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. And Gil didn't answer it originally. Oh. And so, we did, so <laughs> we, did 12, we did 12 Zoom calls. And then... Um, we decided to place the ad again. Yeah. And Gil applied. And wow. Okay. Good deal. Thankfully, he yeah, applied. Yeah, worked out. Cool. cool. Well, Jody, Jody, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Jody, Jody's sitting here with us. You are the architect. So, so talk to us about that because I want to give a quick shout out to Black Locust because I believe they've done the majority of your all the woodworking in the building. We've done a couple of collaborations with them. We've given away some cool stuff to our followers, so our listeners know who they are. But talk to us about you know you sit down to design a brewery. Like, what were your thoughts? Like, what did you kind of want to convey with the architecture? Yeah.
Great question. And, and it really started with Derek and Lisa coming to me and saying they had this idea. They're, they're, they're obviously the brain trust behind this. And they said, we'd love for you to design it. I've known Derek and Lisa for a long, long time, and they've seen a lot of our work um, at the studio. And I said, I'd, lo I'd love to design the a brewery. I've never really done one before. Um, I'd love to be a partner in this thing too, if you guys are looking for uh, partner investors. And they said, absolutely. We'd love for you and Rachel to come alongside us. But yeah, so we started looking at some spaces in town. There was another space, I won't say the, the area, but it was um, uh, over on the east side of town. And we went and looked at that first. And I thought, you know, this has some interesting possibilities. And on that same day, I think Derek said, someone else told me about this, the place over the old shoe shop. Let's go check out the old shoe shop. And we came and um, uh, the, the um, new owner of the building, Nancy Bruns, let us in. Uh, and, you know, it was just, you know, completely gutted and, and demoed and pretty rough shape but you know the bones were there it, it's this amazing uh, location in Charleston um, really couldn't have a better location in Charleston um, the the architect or the the structure of the building set up perfectly we've got this awesome basement to house kegs and storage Lisa's layer sorry Lisa's layer it runs the whole length of the tap room above and then our brew house is actually in an adjacent space that doesn't have a basement it's a slab on grade so it was perfect to kind of bear the weight of all the bring equipment. So, I mean, it, it really couldn't have been more ideal. Yeah. Um, and we decided to, you know, uh, work with Nancy and replaced all the, um, the windows along Brawley Walkway. And those are sliding uh, operable windows yeah, that open up, yeah. get that really great sort of open air uh, brewery feel that you've, you've probably experienced when you're in other um, cities, bigger cities. Big city. um, yeah, big, big city cities. Here. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But then in terms of the, the architecture, and don't let me go on and on, somebody cut me off here. No, um, you know, wanting to go with something um, really clean and polished. You know, a lot of times I think uh, you see new development, in West, new development in West Virginia, and they kind of go for the rustic, the barn wood, the, the, the tin roofs and that kind of thing. And we wanted something that was a little more forward-thinking. We wanted people to come to this place and, and, and say, I wasn't really expecting this. You know, I have the preconception of what I think Charleston or West Virginia or the Appalachians are. Um, and this place is really clean, and, and everything's ordered and intentional. Um, uh, Josh and I kind of have share a, a similar uh, uh, eye about you know things have to be perfect and in alignment and, and lined up. So um, yeah, it was it was really fun to just try to think really long and hard about putting something together that's not overly done, but um, hopefully done with excellence and, and and really clean. And when people come in, I think even if they're not design people, I think they they kind of get it. You know, they just yeah. you know everything respect. makes sense. Everything makes sense. Yeah, yeah, we're an urban brewery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very cool. Let's let's go to the second beer, and then let's, well, then we'll ask to keep the questions rolling. If Gil, you want to jump back in here and kind of yeah, what are we drinking? This is a little uh, I can guess. It's got a hazier look to it. Does that mean anything? Our, our summer street wheat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's a it's a German style. Um, we call it Hefeweizen. Uh, so that's got a little bit of wheat, some yeast in it. That's what gives it that hazy look. Um, pretty traditional recipe. Um, Wanted to focus on the German qualities of it, and uh, had originally planned this to be our, our spring seasonal release. Uh, so we had it on tap when we opened up, and we were just kind of kind of let it roll into the summer and and die off. But it was so popular, we just had to bring it back. Yeah. Does somebody want the last, last one? one? Is it, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This this is is a beer acid dam. Yeah. Like a very Coming here a few times. I've, I've been here a few times. This is my favorite beer. The summer oh. street wheat. Yeah, so, it's my favorite. So this summer we made a watermelon salad, which was to die for. Yeah. And we had all this watermelon juice left over, so we made watermelon lemonade. And so if you take a little bit of the watermelon lemonade and put it in here, then you have a Ooh. shandy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's no longer watermelon season, so we're done. It doesn't work that, <laughs> doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, anybody other, everybody else have a Summer Street Wheat memory or anything when you guys tasted it? You were like, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Do you like 
Yeah, well, it's great. Summer Street, we're on Summer Street. So have you noticed that all of our beers, and we'll get to that, have uh, something to do with Charleston? Yeah, Those are the names, Charleston or West, West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's a great name. It's well, we try name. to, at least. We're trying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's either a play on words yeah. or something about that West Virginia. That can be difficult. That can be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun, fun to come up with things. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I was going to say, when you were speaking about the architecture, it feels like this place has always been here, even though you guys just opened in April, but it feels like if people listen, we're basically in between Summer Street and Capitol Street, Ellen's Ice Cream, right on the corner. I mean, like you guys said, you literally cannot probably have a better location in Charleston. This is like the picturesque little downtown area of Charleston. How does it feel like you quickly become members of the community? And like, I know you guys were just talking about you do uh, not, um, or what's it called, not bingo. Um, trivia. 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 Bingo, trivia. That's, that's all yeah. the same. Yeah. 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 That's at the retirement home. This is <laughs> it's a brewery, yeah. But, but if, I'm sure people, oh, wow, it's, it's, it, people make memories down here. I mean, it's quickly become a place where people can hang out and feel like, what's that, maybe, Josh, if you want to speak to that, like, what's that been like to just quickly be embraced by Charleston? Yeah. So one of our main brand pillars when we first started talking about this was like, we're doing this for the community. So we're all from Charleston. We know that this area town needed something, needed a little boost. So that was kind of our number one thing. Like, let's open up the doors of public. Um, we've had numerous people want to have private parties in here and we're nixing every single one. Cause we can't, we don't want to shut the doors to yeah. the people. Yeah. Um, so do it like us. Just invite, invite all your friends, yeah. but then yeah. keep it open yeah. to the public yeah. too. Yeah. You know, yeah. then it's a big night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in recently, like I said, the first couple of months were packed, but now it's the kind of honeymoon phase has slowed down. So we're trying to do more and more events um, to get people in the doors. Like I was telling you, Cooper, we do trivia Tuesday nights, Wednesdays with live music. Um, and we had a big baseball night for the uh, Field of Dreams game, which is yeah, very cool. cool. It was, you know, bring your kids, bring, you know, bring the whole family at hot dogs out there. We had Cracker Jacks, but there's still some down here at Lisa's Lair. Um, <laughs> he gets hungry, we got some Cracker Jacks. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was a huge night. We had hundreds of people. There you go. <laughs> and no one else really does stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. we're trying to do more and more of that yeah. just to get people out, um, you know, liven up downtown a little bit. I was here at the first trivia night, and it was fun. And, and yeah. you know, it, it's funny. Some people play trivia all the way through – which we did, and we came in like 11th place, which was miserable. But Josh was here that night with your wife, I think, yeah. right? And then, Josh, I think you were like on the second half, and you're like, no, oh, we're already out. Uh, we don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. you, you stopped answering questions. You were just having a good time. <laughs> we can't win anyway. Yeah. I remember last night, you got third. Did you? We, we had to give it to somebody else. We didn't get third. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys can't take your own credit. No. <laughs> we had to give, give it to the fourth place. To the community. Yeah. 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 But we definitely want this to be a place where people come. If you're old, if you're young, bring your kids. We have uh, cornhole outside. We have the shuffleboard, which Black Locust made. Mm-hmm. Um, State of the art shuffleboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's we have the park across the street. Mm-hmm. The park across the street this winter, they're putting a hockey or an ice skating rink in. And so, Wait, are they really? Yes. Wait, yes. Sick. sick. No, sure. An ice skating rink. It's like a 30 by 80, which isn't very big, but it's for little kids to skate on. I didn't know that. So, yeah. Yeah. To that notion of sort of inclusivity and all about community, even early on when we were kind of thinking about branding, that the the idea that this used to be a shoe shop and I don't know if you guys ever brought your shoes down to Fife Street Shoe Shop and no, worked on the shoe shop was too, it, it was, was an old man's thing, thing okay. to so bring them down here. That no offense to the, the shoe shop, shop owner. I don't know who owned it, but that was not a thing that I... Another short story. Very first day we're open, we open at 11 o'clock. This older gentleman walks in with a pair of leather boots. Shit you not. Walks up to the bar. He's oh, you guys are back open. And we thought he was messing with us. 
And he's like, oh, so you guys don't fix shoes anymore? We're like, we'll fix you a beer. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay. It was precious. And then he's walked out. Oh, my God. It was precious, yeah. Really yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. but, but no matter who you were in the in the community, you know, societal pecking order in Charleston, if you needed your shoes fixed, you came to Fife Street, you, whether it was your wingtips or your yeah. bricklayer work boots, you know, and it was the place where everyone could come, melting pot, you all belonged, you know, everyone else knew that it's okay for everybody to be in here. And yeah. really, the like the local community, pub or, or brewery um in europe for instance i mean they're all the same way it's like a it's like a community service that you're providing there the public um, house yeah absolutely pub. that's absolutely. why we made our long tables hoping that people would you know stand with strangers kind of like they do okay. in europe yeah, yeah. yeah. and we'll get there yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll get there yeah and one of the phrases that jody came up with early on that we kind of was kind of our ethos was from work boots to wingtips so you got the guys that are just coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great point. Well, you need that. You that need that somewhere. somewhere. That might be a beer name down because there. Because that was, oh, that right, right. Right. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a, that's a great that's, that's a great name. Yeah. Well, then you have to have, then you got to tell people about the history. If anybody's like, work to wingtips, I don't get it. Well, let me tell you a story, you know, and then you yeah, guys tell them the story. write that down and that's put it somewhere. Good. Josh, yeah. you can run for bear on that slogan right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what? Okay, let's, let's, let's have, have the next, next beer, beer. Yeah. and then uh, we'll continue on. So this one's a little darker, almost like a, it's a little more brown than the Charleston and the hazy, well, the, the summer street wheat. So this is one of our newest recipes. Okay, so this is our Plea the Fife uh, double IPA. Oh, this is a double, double IPA. Yep. Interesting. So, so it's a little counterpunch to our <laughs> start now. Yeah, yeah. We're here for a few more hours after this. Cheers. A little counterpunch to our Charlie West IPA, which is our traditional, um, you know, standard West Coast IPA, which is a little... still on his... <laughs> on the last flight. Sorry. Continue. Uh, where the Charlie West is pretty piney and bitter, uh, this one uses a little bit more uh, forward, you know, American hops, so it's got a little more tropical notes. Uh, pretty heavy on the citrus. Dude, I like this one, too. I don't know what you think about it. Like yeah, like, no, this is really good. So, is this the first double IPA that you guys have made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you had a couple, couple of the, the Charlie West, West, right? Or what was that? It's one? an IPA. That was an IPA. Charlie West Coast. And what's it? What, what's it called? The Charlie West IPA. Yeah. Charlie West Coast. Charlie West Coast. Coast yeah. yeah. Um, did you did guys, guys have, have another, another IPA, IPA, or was, was that, that the, the that's the first and so far? We had the regatta. We had a hazy. Idea. The, the hazy. The, the, the yeah, regatta that's right. And then that was uh, obviously the regatta came back this year, uh, so that was I'm sure a good seller mm-hmm. <laughs> for a while did, there. We also did a session IPA, sort of a lower ABV. Yeah. Walkway IPA. Walkway IPA. Yeah. Like yeah. All, all day on the walkway. You know, if you really love that IPA taste, but you can't drink 6.8 percent all day, you dial one down in the fours and yeah. makes it much more crushable. Have, have IPAs it's always well, been popular? It feels like IPAs all of a sudden have become very a very popular drink has it kind of always been that way or is that almost it's almost like the renaissance of an ipa nowadays no, the, the ipa, IPA i think it's definitely good. always been at the forefront of american craft beer mm-hmm. um you get little periods where you know one style will, will take over for a little bit um you know like this past say two years you know the hazy style ipa has been really the the king of beer um there's a good you know sour um phase for a little bit where everybody's just crazy about drinking sours um, but the IPA is definitely one that's just, you know, it doesn't, doesn't change with the times. It's always yeah. one of the forerunners. 
This might be a weird question, but like, like what, what makes, makes it a beer stronger in terms of like you know a four percent all the way up to like a ten percent? Like, is it? Yeah, yeah, like how do you pull that off? Roasting longer, Fife Street magic. Yeah, like maybe just like because everybody knows. Yeah, you have two. You know, percentage. Percent. Like, oh shit! Like, I'm yeah, walking a little funny, but like, <laughs> but how how is that process? You don't have to dive super into like the chemistry, you know, side of it. No, but please do actually. I think that's super yeah. interesting. Sure, yeah. All the alcohol in the beer comes from uh, fermented sugar, and we get all the sugar uh, from mostly barley, uh, but other cereal grains, a little bit of rye, some wheat, some oats, stuff like that. Uh, so the heavier alcohol beers just use more grain in the uh, in the beginning of the process. Yeah. All right. Well, I can definitely tell that. He's kicking in a little bit. I don't have much in the stomach either. I, well, I like the I like the the story of like of, of beer because at one point in time, you talked about fermenting sugar and like before people knew how to like boil water to clean it. Like, wasn't beer one of the early ways that people that, that was the only thing people drank for a while, right? Yes. Because they didn't know how to clean water naturally. So yes. it's like people Most were just people getting are. drunk left and right <laughs> back <laughs> in the day. I mean, this is. <laughs> medieval times. That's how we survived the plague. Yeah. <laughs> for the most Seriously, part, yeah. For the most part, pathogens that will make a human sick uh, just can't survive in beer. You know, between the alcohol and the low pH. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> bacteria just doesn't thrive in beer. So. Um, it's healthy, right? Yeah. That's our new slogan. Beer is healthy. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, we'll try the last one here. This is definitely a dark beer. So, Gil, what's, what's this looking like here? Yep, so, this is our uh, Chuck's P51 Porter. Do you like the name? Yeah, it's Chuck. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Do you know the history? Well, this About is uh, talking about Chuck Yeager, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And he, what was the P51? That's the type of plane that he flew, right? That broke the sound barrier. Yes. Oh, we're Mountaineer Media. Come on. We, we know yeah. some West Virginia <laughs> history here. A little I bit. Have, I have a tattoo tomorrow, man. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know. <laughs> Scholars is not quite the right word. (laughs) That's good. That's let me taste again here. So anyway, yeah, go ahead. So I mean, we really started with the lightest that you have on tap, all the way to the darkest. Now, how do you kind of formulate a light beer to a dark beer? You know, what's the difference between a light beer and a dark beer? Um, Because this one is, you you look at it, it looks looks like like a Guinness. You know, it's 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 dark. dark. Sort of the same idea. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. so the difference with, with these, the, the darker beers, um, sort of the same recipes, um, you know, the same grains going to it. This is 100% barley, um, but they're just, it's roasted grain. So basically when that, it goes through the malting process, you put it in a kiln and dry it. And the longer you kiln it, or the higher temperature you kiln it, the darker it gets. It's, it's kind of like roasting a coffee bean. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys, so... What's, What's everybody's, everybody's favorite? favorite? We've, we've tried them all now. What's everybody's favorite? By far. So Josh's P51. This is the very first beer that I poured out of the taps. Like right after we, uh, Gil and I ran on the lines and everything, first I poured out and I was like, oh man. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Jody? Um, it, it'd be hard for me to pick a favorite. I really like the double. I really love our West Coast IPA. I'm an IPA guy. Um, but the, the porters lights out good. Okay. Um, for two on the porter here. Yeah. Eric, are you picking yeah. a three? See, I'm like, not a I'm kid? not a choosy beer drinker. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to pick. Like right? Jody and Lisa are hazy IPA folk. Yeah, yeah my, I can my favorite is the Charlie West Coast. Charlie West Coast, yeah. okay. Yeah, I can drink them all. I mean, I, the best beer is the Chuck's P51, and I mean it won at Rails and Ales. You guys aren't afraid to put award winning besides yeah. upstairs. Yeah, yeah. let the world know. Yeah, yeah. At, at Rails and Ales in Huntington, which is the largest uh, craft beer festival in West Virginia. 
Chuck's P51 won Best in Show. Oh, one best beer. Best in show. Yeah. yeah. And explain, explain that. that. I mean, that's... Like 10 weeks after we opened. Yeah. Because <laughs> 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 it opened in April. I mean, yeah. like, what well, is crazy. And a handful of them, right? You've had at least two award-winning beers. Is it good? More than that? Or yeah, the Charlie West. I thought the Charlie West won something, right? And Beckley. It won at the Beckley Festival. One of the best IPAs or something. Yeah. All right, Gil. So wait, Derek, are you on the fence here? I would probably choose Chuck's B51. All right. Although I really like the Dunkel. I mean, there's a lot of them that, that I really favor. Yeah. Gil, do you have a, a favorite, favorite recipe, recipe, taste, taste flavor? How, how do you determine? <laughs> yeah. Who do you love the most? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to like differentiate the two sides. You know, as a brewer, I'm, th- I'm pretty proud of, of all the recipes that I've done here. Uh, as a consumer, I think I'd, my favorite would probably be the Summer Street Wheat. Hmm. Summer Street Wheat, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. How, it's just in terms of uh, April, June, July, August, September. You know, in five months, getting on six months. I guess you, you were probably here before that, too, uh, starting to brew all that stuff. But how has your time in West Virginia been, um, you know, so far? Yeah, it's been awesome. awesome. It's, it's got to be, be kind, of kind of a cool, cool experience, experience, right? right? Yeah. yeah. That, um, start with these guys. And all of a sudden, you, you guys are the most popular bar in, in town. town. <laughs> I mean, not bar, <laughs> brewery in, in town. town. You guys, you guys, guys kind of have set the bar. bar. You've, You've reset, reset the standard, standard. and it's a team effort. I hope that you guys look at it like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, you know, felt really welcomed. Uh, there's a lot of hospitality here just coming into this group. Um, but then, yeah, when, when Fife Street opened up and the response from the community was just more of the same, it was it's pretty overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. And Gil's on cloud nine right now because he's growing the state of West Virginia's population. They just had their first baby. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Yep, yep. Add yeah. that to the Charleston. census. <laughs> yeah. You've had a hell of two years, man. <laughs> Welcome to West Virginia. I mean, so where do we go from here, guys? Is it more perfecting the recipes adding new stuff like what's some of the like now that we've not even been a year but are we because of the success of it, are we thinking bigger bolder like what's kind of like the game plan like where do you guys see this going well we've got two uh large 15 barrel fermenters ordered should be here so expansion sometime next month which will allow us to basically double our production and so i think the the thought process is to use those for staple beers uh, and produce those so we don't run out like we've had in the past and then use the standard fermenters that we have to brew I mean Gil's got a lot lot up his sleeve um, so we'd like to brew those and and get those out there and then we'd like to distribute uh, and also can we have a canning line that we're hoping to get out sometime in December January yeah those are the crowlers but yeah. we also have we're going to have uh, 16 ounce cans oh, gotcha. Gotcha. as well that we'll sell out of here and we'd like to sell at, you know, go marts or drug emporium. Yeah, absolutely. God, I mean, it's pretty exciting. I mean, we designed the brew house to be expandable. We've got extra glycol drop lines and some floor space. We knew that maybe in a couple years we would, you know, try to grow the capacity and we pulled the trigger in a couple months. months, right? A couple yeah. months. We, we ordered the fermenters there on three or four month back order, so they're almost here now. But yeah, I mean, the, the scalability of it, it was already built in, but it's just happening a lot faster than maybe we uh, thought it would. And that's sure. awesome, exciting. Yeah, we've gotten, gotten to the point where a lot of people are asking for our beer. Yeah. It's uh, a good feeling. Wanting, it, wanting yeah. to sell at their locations. Yeah. And we started small batch doing that. But like we'd like to... Restaurants and places around town. Mm-hmm. Before, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so currently you can get the beer at the tap in St. Albans. And then 1010 Restaurant will have it this week as well. Good deal. Awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, Charleston won... Congratulations to Charleston. It feels like Charleston all of a sudden has been 
put back on the map, right? And it kind of takes places like you to do that. And so congratulations and hats off to you guys for, for doing what you guys are doing yeah. so far. And, you know, in West Virginia as a whole, seems like people are wanting to come here and experience places like this, you know, yeah. in Charleston, see Charleston, go to the brewery that Charleston's known for, you know, and, and so you guys, it's, it's awesome. It's just awesome. Well, we were hoping with a brewery to attract people who want to come to Charleston, West Virginia to You're work. Doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we did a lot of research before we even started. And so the two searches that someone Googles when they're interested in a job or been offered a job is what's to do in right. Charleston, West Virginia. And the second, uh, for certain age groups, I think that we did 24 to 46 or something like that was um, how many breweries. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. we have one. Yeah. And so, wow. Well, not anymore. Yeah, this is awesome. Well, Lisa, Derek, Jody, Josh, Gil, thank you guys so much. Cheers I mean, to you. yeah, cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers to you guys. Thank you for inviting us in. If you're listening to this, it's it's Thursday morning. It's Wednesday for us, and we're about to go upstairs here in like 30 minutes, and we're having a fun. This is our first live event series. We have to do many more of these, and Fife Street Brewing was kind enough to let us do it. So we thank you guys for that. We're, looking, yeah. we're excited to party. And, and come down here if you have not experienced Fife. This is a must visit. In West Virginia. So it doesn't matter what part of the state you're in right now listening to this. This is a must visit in Charleston, downtown Charleston. So, guys, thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Appreciate you.